Hey, Vicky, let's do a promo. Oh, do we have to do another one? Yeah, that's how we're going to get listeners. I'm not really sure anybody should be listening to us. Oh, well, let's tell them about the podcast anyway. Rambling to the Point is where two idiots, Eric and Vicky, ramble away to a point as we do in normal life. You know, like on those 30-hour car rides. Hey, you said you like those 30-hour drives. Yeah, I tell you a lot of things. Okay, well, the point here is that we talk about anything from society and culture. No topic is off limits. Though maybe some should be. We do our best to bring laughter and lighten up your day for the horrible events that come and go. We even add a splash of humanity. Have you ever heard yourself talk? Jeez, humanity. Disclaimer information. Really seriously, folks, you need to listen to this part. He has no filter. Caution to those with sensitive ears or feelings. Rambling to the point is strongly opinionated and uses strong language and can be pretty lewd at times. Recommended only for the adult crowd. Come sling some cultural fun with us and help us find our way. Rambling to the Point, presented by Sound at Heart. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. It's Glenn. I'm here again with you to do a podcast brought to you by myself because it is free. But you're kind of spending your time and time is like one of the most precious things, you know, and you're spending your time that you can never get back. You can never <laughs> when you started this, you can never get the time back that you uh, that you had before you hit play. Like it's just gone. So I hope you multitasking. But anyway, I know I'm a little late getting this out, but it will be all right. Because if you're listening to this, you survived my absence. But let me tell you about something in my intro that uh, happened to me today that I thought was kind of funny. So during football season, like every red-blooded American male and most red-blooded American females like football. And it's football season, right? And everybody is so excited about football, right? And I'm not one of those people. And I don't talk about sports a lot on the show because I don't. I know that a lot of people aren't into sports. And I know that, like, I'm into baseball. I've talked about a little bit before. And I love the New York Yankees. And I follow the Yankees. And I watch the Yankees. And that's my team. But I don't talk about it a lot on a podcast because I know that a lot of people don't, you know, follow baseball. And it's just kind of boring when people start talking about sports that, you know, you don't like or that you're not into. Well, everybody's talking about football all the time now, right? Like everybody. It seems like everybody watches football, you know, and everyone's like football. And see, the thing about football to me is is it's just watching people playing like a risky, it's kind of a risky looking sport, you know, and I can get the appeal of it, but it's like after every play, everybody's dancing all around and acting, you know, like doing little dances and stuff. And it's just kind of looks ridiculous because it's like, well, I'm doing a little dance because I survived, you know, because it's really, you can get messed up bad playing football. And if I want to see somebody get messed up, I would rather watch hockey or I would just rather watch like the UFC or boxing, you know, and just watch people raining punches on each other. And I mean, they're they're trying to mess each other up is the point of it. I would rather watch people get hurt that way. Right. So but I know a lot of people watch football and that's fine with me. Right. So I was talking to this guy today and it was an African-American gentleman. And I'm not just saying that, like, I'm not not just saying it was African-American. I mean, it kind of has something to do with the story that I'm telling you. Um, 
But I was talking to this dude today, right? And, um, you know, I, I know everybody's into football. So I was like, so football, huh? <laughs> and he was like, and they, I mean, he, I could just see the excitement come to his face. Like, you know, because all, all these guys like talking about, uh, about football that I'm around. And, uh, and like when I said, to, you know, like football, you like football, go football like he got all excited so i started talking about uh he said he liked the carolina panthers and i'm in carolina um so a lot of people around here like um the carolina panthers except like the ogs that had a team before the panthers came um uh so he's a panthers fan well the quarterback of the panthers is out injured right now and I have a kind of a theory because he's been losing a lot last season and he lost like the first couple games or something this season. And uh, so I have a theory that they're just saying he's injured because I don't think he got injured on the field. I have a theory that they're saying he's injured to save face for him. And they put in their backup quarterback and he came in and won a game last week. Well, that's neither here nor there. Who cares? I don't. But anyway, I just have a theory that that dude, like Cam Newton's not really hurt. Anyway, he wore he did a press conference a couple weeks ago. And if you follow football, you probably saw something about this. But he had like a grandma's handkerchief like tied around his head. You know, he looked like, you know, when uh, when like Goldilocks, is that it? Goldilocks and the Three Bears? That's not it. It's the, it's the, it's the what big teeth you have, grandmother. Which one is that? It's not Goldilocks. It's the wolf. It's something to do with the wolf, right? The wolf that dressed up and she's like, grandma, what big teeth you have? I don't even know, man. I don't even know what, um, fairy tale that is. But anyway, it reminded me of that. Like the wolf was like in the books when I was a kid, the wolf had the little handkerchief tied around her head, right? Or around its head. I guess it's not a her because it's a wolf. It could have been a her wolf. I'm not going to, you know. I'm not going to be gender specific. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so Cam Newton came to a press conference looking like Grandma. Looking like Grandma Wolf, right? And I don't know. Maybe it's French. I don't even know. Anyway, he looked ridiculous, right? So... I've been giving Panthers fans a hard time about that. Like, what's up with that? And then, like, the guy's like, he said something like, Cam can be acting crazy or something like that. I was like, I know, dude. I was like, what about Tom Brady? I said, you want to talk about someone's crazy? What about Tom Brady going around, like, kissing everybody on the mouth, right? <laughs> he kisses his son. He kisses his dad on the mouth. He kisses his coach on the mouth. He just goes around kissing everybody on the mouth. Like, that's, like, don't high-five people. Just, like, kiss them in the mouth. I said, that's what's crazy, man, is Tom Brady acting like that. And, uh, and I could see he went to say something, and then he shook his head and was like, never mind. And I was like, what is it, man? Say it. What is it? And he said, he said, that's just, that's just how white folks be doing crazy stuff like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, 
what you think you think that we just go around just kissing everybody on the mouth just kissing like when i go to the family reunion my mouth just gets tired because i'm just kissing everybody there and i was just like man that's funny that you even had that thought that's just hilarious that that's how how i am perceived (laughs) and just like i might kiss you at any moment but anyway i thought that was pretty good let's get into the podcast i mean that's the that's that's it that's the story so i hope it was worth your life little red riding hood is that it is it little red riding hood that's the story that i was trying to think of earlier i think I mean, I don't even know. I think that's it. Today, today, on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday, this beautiful Carolina Wednesday, it's a fall day, and it is, how hot is it outside? It's 79 degrees outside right now. So I guess that's cooler than it's usually been here. But this is not a podcast. I mean, if you are listening to this up in the nursing home, you might be like, Oh, a little weather talk. That was nice. (laughs) But uh, maybe I should give weather updates. Nothing's better than weather updates in a place that you don't live and they're not live updates. (laughs) There's nothing. There could be no more worthless piece of information that I could give you. Like, I'm like, it's 79 degrees outside right now. And you're like, when is right now? When even are you recording this? You said it's Wednesday. So it's probably, you know, it's probably this date because we know you release it. You know, you just do this podcast by the seat of your pants. It's not, you don't edit it or put forth any kind of effort into it besides when you're talking. So we know it's probably that day, Glenn. And you just gave us a temperature in a place that we don't live, and it's not a live update, you know? So, that's a, you're welcome for that worthless piece of information. <laughs> Hopefully some old person was like, yay, weather. But, uh, but anyway, I thought, like, I've been thinking about lately, and I thought that I would talk to you a little bit about, uh, just about, like, the comedy evolution uh that i've experienced through the years because i'm a big i'm a huge i love comedy i just do and i love to laugh and i've loved to laugh i was thinking about it this week and i've loved to laugh you know from an early age and i was thinking to myself like why why is that why did i enjoy comedy more so than you know, uh, maybe my siblings, you know, I can't speak for them, but I just, from what I've observed, um, through growing up around them and around other children, like I enjoyed comedy, um, a little bit more than most people. And I was thinking that maybe it was like my little escape, you know? Um, and, uh, I don't know, I kind of, from a young age, I kind of just uh, saw the value in laughter, you know, and and I've always, when something is really funny to me, um, like I really treasure a great comedy, right? And so I was thinking about, like, 
the first comedy that I ever was exposed to. And I grew up and uh, my dad was a big Andy Griffith fan, right? And so I've seen every Andy Griffith like a hundred times. And I'm not really a huge fan of Andy Griffith. I mean, Don Knotts uh, is funny and there are some funny characters on there. But I don't know. He's kind of more my my father. Is more kind of a serious-minded type person. And I know that the Andy Griffith show um, has morals to the whole, you know, the whole... Uh, like, some of the shows, like, they'll have little morals and Andy will be like, Opie, we need to talk. And uh, did you shoot some bird with your slingshot or something, Opie? And, uh, you know you're going to get a whipping. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, Don Knotts is funny, but, like, as far as being a fan of Andy Griffith, I'm not. Uh, but that was probably the first comedy that I was really exposed to. Um, my grandmother actually turned me on to a bunch of old black and white comedy. And I kind I really... Looking back, I really appreciate that now because she introduced me to people like Bob Hope. Um, so I've seen like a ton of old Bob Hope movies. Um, some some of the ones that he did with uh, Bing Crosby, you know, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, um, Laurel and Hardy, uh, even Charlie Chaplin, Fatty Arbuckle, Buster Keaton, um, Danny Kay, I mean, a lot of of old black and white movies. Um, the Honeymooners, uh, I Love Lucy. I think that, that Lucille Ball was one of the funniest people ever to live. Like, I just do. I think Lucy was just one of those people that was just natural, right? And And for the time that that show existed, you know, not to, not to throw shade on Carol Burnett or anything like that, but when Lucy came out, it was like, I would imagine it was kind of a groundbreaking thing, right? And, uh, for, for a woman to, to just own it like that and be so, just hilarious and actually my grandmother uh told me a story she used to be um uh she used to be a ballerina in new york city um her parents were immigrants and i guess they came over and lived in jersey and ran a restaurant opened a restaurant in uh new jersey and my grandmother um became a ballerina and danced in in the city right and she, one of her girlfriend's boyfriends ran the club that Desi Arnaz sang at um, before I Love Lucy or any of that. And my grandma used to go to this club with her friend and Desi Arnaz would be there singing. She said Lucille Ball would come in all done up before her and Desi were married. And, um, and she, my grandmother said she was just beautiful. And, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. You know, that's kind of cool to hear, you know, I guess when my grandma told me that when I was younger, I didn't appreciate it. Like a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff when you're little and old people, 
when old people try to tell you stuff, you're just like, man, I don't even want to, I want to go play, man. You know, but looking back on it, that's just a cool little story, you know, that she told me when I was younger. But anyway, like, I remember being really into into that stuff and just thinking it was hilarious. Um, it was just, you know, funny to me to see all these different kinds of comedy, you know, and I liked finding the ones that, that really made me laugh, right? And, you know, as I got older, I mean, I progressed through all the different decades of comedy. It's like I, it's like this part of me is always searching, you know, to find that, that, that diamond, you know, like that thing that will make me laugh. Like I went through Sanford and Son. I think the first comedy album that, uh, that I ever heard was a record my dad had of Bill Cosby. That was the first stand-up comedy that, uh, that I think that I ever heard, which that's kind of like, I mean, that kind of turned out to be kind of, you know, he's not, he's not a good person. But uh, then I remember when we moved to South Carolina, I remember being introduced to a Southern comedian named Jerry Clower. And I never heard anything about Jerry Clower, but I remember being kind of attracted to stand-up comedy because it was like storytelling, you know? And I remember being young and I bought a, I bought a, um, a stand-up tape of Red Fox, right? And I mean, I'm, I was so young that it was a cassette tape that I bought and I remember I hit it because like, I mean, it was vulgar and it wasn't like, I, I, my parents totally didn't know that I had it. But I remember listening to it over and over and over again and just how he was he would just be off the cuff talking smack to pecklers in the audience and it was just so funny to me. You know, and then as I became a teenager I discovered uh Conan O'Brien. It was Conan O'Brien, which I think, hands down, Conan O'Brien's like the most I don't know, he's just the most hilarious stand up uh late night show host that there is like I like Johnny Carson and I like Conan O'Brien they were just like Conan just had that uh immature sense of humor and this is probably late 90s uh when I got into a show when it was on NBC like real late I got really into Conan O'Brien and uh I also got into when Tom Green came out I remember when Tom Green came out um, just feeling like I just understood that humor. I understood the, I understood that humor and I thought it was so funny how he would make people feel so uncomfortable. And I think that if you've never seen Tom Green, sorry, I gotta get a drink. See, when you don't have a co-host, you, you like if a co-host I could be like, man, I need to take a drink or a lady, I need to take a drink. And you know, they would just start blabbing and I could get my drink and you would never even know. But see, when you're like a one man band, like that's how I feel is like, I'm just a one man band. And so when I need to take a drink, I just have to tell you, like there is no TT break for me. See, if I had a co-host, I could be like right on a little pad, like I've got to go TT now. 
but and they could just say okay go tt and i'll just keep talking but i've got to i've just got to keep going there's no tt there's no tt for the wicked but anyway um what even was i talking about oh tom green so i got really into tom green and this kind of a funny story i thought about this week it's not funny at all it's terrible it's the terrible story that i thought about this week um so I had these Tom Green VHS tapes, and I had this buddy uh, back in around 2000, early 2000s, and um, he was a dear friend of mine, and uh, he was a skateboarder, and Tom Green was a skateboarder, and it's when Tom Green was real popular, he was like, Glenn, you have uh, Tom Green VHS tapes? I was like, yes, dude, I bought the Tom Green VHS tapes. And he was like, let me borrow them. And I said, okay. And uh, so I let him borrow my Tom Green VHS tapes. And then he killed himself, right? My friend killed himself. And it was a terrible time. And I don't want to make light of suicide because you shouldn't do that. Uh, But, I mean, I was like, after I got over not got over that because I don't think I'll ever get over that. But then I was like, once I got over the initial shock, um, and a few months had passed, I remembered my Tom Green tapes. I was like, man, now I've got, I've got a dead friend and no Tom Green tapes. So that's the story of my Tom Green tapes. And if he were here, he would think that that was kind of funny, probably. He was like the greatest guy. We used to go to uh we used to go to Taco Bell back before I knew any better. Me and this guy uh used to go to Taco Bell and he would get nacho cheese, like this little cup of nacho cheese. He would pay for the little cup of nacho cheese. And um, he would go up when he would run out of the cheese. He would take the cup up to the counter with a straight face and say, Can I have my free refill of cheese, please? (laughs) And sometimes I just thought it was funny. I would just give it to him. And that was funny. He told me when he was a little kid, he used to come home. And his mom, I guess his mom was like, I don't care if you're fat. And she would, he would eat like a whole bag of the of like the Edm- Edmonds, Edmonds, is that what they're called? Like the powdered sugar donuts in the bag? He would eat a whole bag every day. And he told me that. I thought it was the greatest thing. I was like, man, it's a miracle that you're not, you know, much bigger than you are, friend. But, uh, yeah, that's what happened to my Tom Green tapes. Um, but that kind of evolved. And I remember when Jackass came out, I remember one of my buddies came to me, and he was like, Glenn, this is for you. You'll like this. And I did like it, but I felt like it was kind of... It was kind of Tom Green trying to take something insane to another level, which I know there was CKY, and I know Bam did videos. I know Steve-O did videos. Um, So, But, I mean, I liked it, and it was funny. And, you know, from there... Uh, I've kind of gotten to where stand-up is what I prefer now. I like to listen to um, jokes from different stand-up comedians, and it's almost become like I'm so... I'll dissect a joke, 
and I'll try to figure out jokes um, as I'm watching the stand-up, and it's just kind of, it's just, I, I just love to laugh, and I love comedy, and I, I want to know how these people's brains work, because they're just hilarious people, you know, and, uh, and so, I mean, a lot of the stand-up, like, I love, uh, Nate Bargatze is one of my faves, um, uh, what else am I into? Nate Bargatze, Nikki Glazer, Glasser, Glazer, Nikki Glazer, I just discovered her, she's pretty funny, um, Ralphie Mae, I watch, um, a lot of old Ralphie Mae stand-up, because that dude, he just knew how to tell a story, and make you laugh all the way through, just his facial expressions and everything. It was like, it was almost natural. It was, you know how some people will talk and tell a funny story, and you can tell that they're they're trying to punch it up? It was just like, that is a dude that would be hilarious just to hang out with, I'm sure. Right? So I watch a lot of old Ralphie Mae, um, Tom Segura, is good and his wife Christina Przinsky. She is I, I love uh, her special on Netflix is Mother Inferior, and then she has like a thirty minute uh, spot on the Degenerates on Netflix. Um, so Christina's hilarious. Um, there's just a ton of them. I'm not gonna keep going because there's so many. There's so many funny people, and I was just thinking about. Uh, I was just thinking about that through you know how how, uh, what I prefer has kind of changed, and, uh, I, I really don't think that people laugh enough, I think that, I think that people just kind of go through life, and they take everything, not, maybe not everything, and everybody's not like this, but when I look around, and see people getting stressed out, and, and myself included, sometimes I get stressed out about stuff (coughs) that I can't even do anything about, you know, so what's the point of even getting stressed out about it if I can't do anything about it? Or getting stressed out about stuff that doesn't even matter. It won't matter in a day or a week or a month or a year. You know what I mean? Sometimes bad stuff just happens. And I don't understand I don't understand getting all keyed up. And I think that that when I laugh, like when I laugh, it's like my little escape. Oh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr is kind of uh this is like the first podcast that I really got into. And it was an escape for me when I was like going through a bad time in my life. And uh, I listened to his podcast. It was like my, it was like my thing, right? And listening to back episodes and I could just, I would feel better when I would laugh. And when I laugh today, I just feel better, right? So I guess I say all that. And that's, I mean, this is my podcast. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. But, I mean, I guess I say all that to say that, you know, if you're if you're kind of in something in your life uh, that's uncomfortable or that has you stressed out or depressed or whatever, you know, you, like, you should seek professional help. You know, that's one thing. But if if you just, like, change up and switch up what you're putting in, you know, because what you put in is what comes out, you know. And, and I've found that that uh that laughing really helps me and it's like one of my favorite I like to laugh 
I'm not always like I'm not always laughing, but there's so much funny content out there, right? And and uh I just think it's like important to do. And so I thought that I would just talk to you about it today. Oh, and something else about Lucy that like if I was organized in this podcast, um I would remember this because I wanna tell you this. Because uh because I thought about uh yesterday or today and it made me laugh is like Ricky and Lucy split up during that during the time that they were shooting the show um and I was like man how crazy would that be to like be split up and getting a divorce from your wife but still have to play like you're all happily ever after on TV. Like, how crazy would that be? I guess if there's enough money, they were like, money, 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 money. I guess that's how they were. You know what I mean? But I was like, man, I bet when the director yelled cut, I bet Fred Nethel saw some, felt some awkward stuff going on. You know? <laughs> I just thought about poor Fred Nethel. Yeah. Had to had to witness the behind the scenes, but anyway, that has nothing to do with nothing. I'll tell you what's freaky, man. Is like my phone. My phone has been doing this thing, where whenever I leave a certain place, it it knows where I'm going. Right? It knows. It knows, or it guesses where I'm going, and usually. It's right about where I'm going. Like, if it's a specific time of day, like I'm going to work, or I'm leaving work, or I'm going to, you know, a certain school, or I'm going to a certain place that I go regularly on a certain day. It's weird, man. It's weird that my phone does that and knows that. And that just kind of like, it's been going on for a while. Even when I'll go to a big city and I'll like say I go to a big city and I'll park my car and I'll meet um I'll meet a friend and then when I leave it'll say your car is parked here and you can say Glenn well you just need to turn off your location service or services just turn off your location services well see when you turn off your location services I'm kind of thinking that it just doesn't say that it knows, right? But it's still, I think it still knows, and it's still logging all this stuff. It just knows that I'm just like, oh, well, it's not saying all that stuff to me anymore, so it must not be logging and doing all that stuff. But, I mean, I'm not a phone scientist. I don't even know, but that just kind of freaked me out, right? And so when that freaked, that freaked me out a little bit because I was like, man, my phone knows a lot of stuff about me, right? Like, my phone goes with me everywhere. Um, It has a microphone on it. It has a camera on it. Like, it knows a ton of stuff about me. Even my sense of humor, because, like, if I put something on social media, like a sarcastic or something like my sense of humor, it it knows my sense of humor too, which is kind of weird. So I was thinking this week, and this might be something from some movie. I'm sure that it is because there's no thought that is original. There's no thought that is original thought. Like everybody has done this, 
you know, at one time or another before. So this might be like from the Matrix or something. I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of that. I, I was more, as you can tell by listening to my podcast, I was more like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or whatever. Bogus Journey. <laughs> if it's kind of Reeves, that's more my speed than the Matrix. I just, I remember watching the Matrix when it came out and being like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what just happened. But that was a long time ago. But I was thinking about like all this cell phone business. Um, kind of got me thinking about what if everything that I'm experiencing in my life, and I I tweeted something about this. What if everything that I'm experiencing in my life is just like a really vivid memory, right? What if it's a vivid memory, um of a life that's already over, right? And to take it a step further, right? Maybe there is another person, um, a couple thousand, maybe a lot of thousands, uh, maybe let's just say like 5,000 years from now that's living on another planet that saw my life in a catalog and he's like this this uh person that just wants a weekend getaway and so he goes to this place and they just hook him to this machine and he gets to live my entire lifetime through through my eyes like he's me for like a whole one of my lifetimes and it's just a weekend to him right what if that is what's going on. And what if the people what if the people that are running the thing are like, man, Glenn figured it out on his podcast and he's just a simulation. Like maybe maybe I'm we're just artificial intelligence or maybe we're just like a really advanced um or maybe we just operate, our consciousness operates within a really advanced um, program. <laughs> a tech, like a t- like really advanced technology that we can't even comprehend. What if our consciousness is within that? All right. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. It sounds like horse rubbish, horseradish. It sounds like rubbish, Glenn, is what it sounds like. Why do you think about things like that? Because things like that are fun to think about. Because what are you going to think about? What do normal people walk around thinking about? Just normal stuff? Just normal stuff is boring to think about. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something else that I'm thinking about. Is I can't even find a turkey fryer, right? I can't even find a turkey fryer. They're putting Thanksgiving stuff out and fall stuff out, and Christmas stuff out. They're even putting Christmas stuff out. And my turkey fryer, like, I want a turkey fryer. This year I'm going to fry a turkey. I'm going to fry turkeys. I'm going to fry. I've never done it. I want to do it. And they won't put one out. It's making me mad that they won't put one out. So I'm upset about that. I'm stressed out about that. And I got my ears shaved. And that kind of upset me when it happened. Because the lady that shaved my ears is like... uh, how you like my transitions? How you like? How do you like that? 
But uh, so I got a haircut and the lady, like I've had them run over the top of my ears and I have peach fuzz. I'm not going to lie. If I had like black hairs going out of my ears, I'm going to tell you, like, I don't care if you know. I wouldn't care if you know that I have black hairs growing out of my ears. I mean, I got to trim. I got to trim. I'll be honest with you. I got to trim nose hair. I've been doing that for a while because plucking them things just got to be like not fun at all. So, yeah, I do that. So if I, t- if I had ear hair, I would tell you. But I guess they just, they're used to buzzing guys' ears, man. And I'm not even 40 yet. I'd peach fuzz. I'd be, yeah, I did. And she's done it before around the outside. But this time, she just went to town, man. And it made me, like, I was like, God dang. Now I'm going to have short and curlies growing out of my earlobe, man. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not cool. Like, what if I wanted to get a cubic zirconium? I don't want to get a cubic zirconia, but I've always have, I mean, I would like to have that option. And now I can't because it might be in a jungle of, of, you know, thick ear hair. And I'm not really thrilled that she did that. And she did to both ears. Cause once she did to one ear, I was like, God dang, I mean, might as well do it to the other ear now. But, uh, let me see. I have a little pad where I wrote down a couple subjects. I think that's about all I got today. Da, 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 da. Let's do some whispers, man. I haven't done any whispers. I haven't Googled anything today. So, uh, so what can I... I would get on the news thing and the Google thing, but, uh, but I'm really not. I mean, everybody's mad at everybody in the news right now like everybody's mad it ain't even cool to look at the news because everybody's mad about everything uh i did see about demi moore in the news cycle today release some memoir i guess that's the thing where you release a memoir and release all your business but she talked a lot of smack about ashton kutcher uh her ex-husband and I was like, I read it, and I was like, that's kind of messed up. Because I think some people make their memoirs more juicy. Like, I won't make it juicy. I think that people do that sometimes to make their lives more interesting than, you know, they uh, than they really are. You know, like, I'm going to make this tabloidy. Is that a word, tabloidy? But, uh, but she, said, she really talked a lot of smack about Ash and Kusher. And I thought it was kind of messed up because she kind of made him out to be like this really horrible person, which I don't know the guy. He he might be garbage. I don't know. He always seemed cool and like a nice guy, um, like a nice guy to me. And uh, I mean, I don't know. She just seemed like, why are you why are you releasing all this? Like, if it is true then is it really your place to put it all out there in a book that you're going to profit from? You know, and if it's not true, that's messed up too. So I thought that that was pretty weird. And the news, everybody stays mad at everybody. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I think about everything. About everything that's everything. I think that people are scared of people that are different than them. I think that a lot of people are scared of people that are different than them. And I think that when it comes to political stuff, a lot of people draw a line in the sand. And, like, I've said it before, like, I really don't think a lot of these politicians care. You know what I mean? I think it's about money and power for a lot, like, most of them. Right. And that's why I stepped away and I don't really get into it because I think that when people are different than me, 
right? Unless they're just, like, I'm not saying, like, if they're a Nazi <laughs> or something like that, or, like, somebody that believes something that's, like, we know is bad. That's one thing, because, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't harm people, you know what I mean? But this, 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 this mentality that I can't even have a conversation with you because you're not like me and our beliefs don't line up on everything. I think that some of the best conversations that I've probably ever had are people that don't believe like me at all. And it's just kind of a shame, man, that grown-ups act like children. So that's why I'm not going to google nothing get on the news right now but uh but let me get on uh let me get on whisper real quick and we'll talk about some things that uh okay so we're gonna go to popular okay what's the worst thing you've ever gotten away with well, that was someone's thought, but I'm not going to answer that question. Because if I answer that question, then, then I wouldn't have gotten away with it. I won't get away with it. I'm just kidding. It's not bad. I probably don't remember. Let's see. Um, I wonder what people do with all the time they save by typing K instead of typing OK. Man, that has 720 likes. I don't know. They just probably send more dumb texts. Do, do, do. I want to marry someone that works a lot so I can still live my life but have the comfort of knowing I'm not alone. So you want to you wanna marry somebody that works a lot. But you would be alone if they were working a lot, right? This person... That was written by someone who was, like, not really thought about smart things a lot in their life. <laughs> uh, typos are the online equivalent of your voice cracking when talking. Well, that was witty, McSchmitty. All right, let's see. I dance in my car even when people are looking. No shame in my car dancing game. You can't dance in your car. You can't dance in your car. You can, like, bob up and down on the seat, but you can't even dance in your car. Does this person know what to see in the background of that stupid thought that they had? And 635 people hearted this on Whisper. So that means that 635, there's that many dumb people that uh, Whisper brings out the, the negative side of me. But uh, there's that many people that like that, what they said. But there's a picture of a ballerina there. But you can't do that in your car. So, meh. All right, what else do we have? I love the smell of petrol when I'm filling up my car. Well, so do homeless people that huff gas. So you have that in common. Look for the similarities. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, duh, duh, duh. What else do we have here? What else do we have here? Maybe I should change my imaginary friend's name to God and talk about him or her to people just to see what happens. <laughs> 
When I used to cross-dress, I actually took care of my body. (laughs) Uh, And then what do you just get tired of cross-dressing? And you're just like, man, I'm going to let myself go. It don't even matter. Uh, Okay. All right, let's see. Let's see. See, a lot of the stuff I switched over to nearby. So it's like, so I can see how jacked up the people, like, that are nearby to me are. Um, Let's see if I can feel. I feel ugly. That's a good thing to post. And that's someone five miles away, it says. So five miles away from me right now, there's somebody that feels ugly and they're posting on the internet to, uh, I guess they want attention, like, give me attention because I feel ugly, um, let's see, told my wife I was lonely today, she didn't respond, (laughs) oh, I love your wife already, that's like, uh, that is, uh, the kind of woman that I would probably be attracted to, someone that treated you bad like that, sir. Um, oh, man, some of these are weird. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. All right, well, I'm not going to keep boring you guys with all this stuff. Some of these are just, I don't know. Just kind of like I don't have any comments about them because they're just some of them are just so messed up. I'm like, ah, I better not say that I'm on my on my dirty old podcast. Um, one has to go. Here's the okay. Here's the last one I'll do. One has to go. Christmas, Halloween, or Thanksgiving. Choose. Oh man, that's a tough one. Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Well, I'll take Christmas off the table right away. Uh, because we got to keep Christmas. Christmas is not going anywhere. All right, so it will be between Halloween and Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, I don't know. I might have to give up Thanksgiving because for the kids' sake, you know, for the kids' sake. So I'd probably give up Thanksgiving out of those three, you know, because if there's anything that I can give up, it's being thankful, you know. You know what I'm saying, but anyway, well, that's all that uh, that's all that I'm gonna bore you with today. I don't have anything else. It's kind of a weird day, man. Kind of a weird podcast, uh, but it it feels good to talk. It feels good to talking out with you guys. But I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a killer, killer, killer week, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.